TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. As we say hello to the 11 o'clock hour, Doc Walker on a hot microphone, Max, Big Chris, pushing all the right buttons. It is collegiate game day. Uh, a lot of excitement. Colorado last night, they lose again. Um, poor kid, Shakur, getting killed at quarterback. And um, as a potential first-round pick. And his father's got to ask the question, how much punishment you going to allow your son to take? And, his, I mean, the kid only has, I think, three picks. Uh, he's a terrific talent. But you could be maimed. Doing it. People think this is easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. You talk about a level of getting the right kids in that can protect the quarterback. They won four games. And now if you look at them now, you go, how on earth? They could have had five. Probably would have had six and been bowl eligible. Not sure it's best for them. Um, I want to get my son, if he's playing quarterback, to get this season over with so they can reload. A lot going on. Uh, It really is. Trojans, Bruins. Out west, not what it once was, but hopefully uh, moving to the Big Ten, it's going to be a lot more of excitement, you know, as it comes to uh, the collegiate side. Wolverines and Terrapins, you know, Maryland has flashed against everybody. It's having the ability to sustain success, not shoot themselves in the foot, self-inflicted wounds and uh, competing defensively because Michigan's not going to try to trick you. That's one thing I love about them. You know, in a hocus-pocus environment, I mean, it's all Disney World offensively, not with them. And it's like the shortest path is right to punch you right in the face. And if you can't block my punch, then you're going to bloody you up. That simple. And, and that's what the Wolverines are all about. Now, the question is defense. And for so many years... Um, before they made that coordinator move about three years ago, they couldn't stop a cold in the air game. Don Brown, I think, was his name. They were just absolutely pathetic to have wasted that kind of talent. But now they got it. They got it. They got it going on. And there's a rush for it. Bulldogs, Volunteers. I mean, Tennessee was threatening. They've been kind of close. They've been kind of teasing us. This would be huge. I think it's pretty clear to see. That Alabama has, uh, they got it going. They got it going on. I love that kid at quarterback. And he's really in development. Uh, It's tough for me to do the forecast thing. But if it were a stock, he's got the most upside to me. Because he's raw and still growing. Freakish athletic, good size, can run and has a gun is going to be rather interesting. 1-800-636-1067 is our number. Um, and we, we I mean, we just been loaded today with the guest thing. And thank the MGM guest hotline. Everybody's been contributing to us, the national. And we got Charlie, I believe, on College Park. And uh, college, Charlie is no stranger when it comes to burgundy and gold football. Charles, how you doing, man? Can you hear me, Doc? Loud and clear. You're right, I'm not. When George Allen came here in 72, I went to the open tryout. That was a joke, but I tried. You know, it was worth a shot, but I was, no way. Uh, it was nice to hear Tommy, Tommy Ververa's voice again. Um, I don't keep up with him. He said a couple things I thought were right on target, man. Uh, RG3, delusional. I'm still mad at Mike Shanahan. I blame him for, for what went on with RG3 to a certain degree. Of course, he was abetted by everybody. You know that. Um, enabled. 
and the fact that he let him play in the fourth quarter against the, in the uh, playoff game against Seattle when they were up 14 enough in the end of the third quarter, and whether RG3 insisted or whether somebody made a bonehead decision, let him stay in the game. And he's not entirely responsible for that loss, but as far as I'm concerned, he should not have been playing that fourth quarter. And he wasn't what he thought he was, and everybody else thought he was. Um, the other thing is Maryland today against Michigan, they don't have much chance. They don't play enough defense. Um, I keep up with them. I'm a stone throw from, from them right now. I can almost see the band. I want them to win, of course. And as you know, I know, anybody that knows football knows, no matter who's playing who, little sisters of the poor against Michigan, you're going to show up, you're going to flip the coin, and you got to play the game. And nobody knows, nobody knows what's going to happen. Doctor, there's nothing better than talking to you on a bright, beautiful Saturday morning in College Park. The sun is shining. I'm doing my yard sale. Of course, there's nobody here. We understand that. I hope you and Carol and your kids have a great holiday. Stay safe of all things, man. Take care. Thanks, Charles. Appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. And and that's one of the treats, and we thank the MGM National Listener Line for providing that. Uh, You know, folks, it's amazing you can get the level of people that we get free. That's all you got to do is download the Odyssey app, always live and free. So please take advantage of take advantage of that the weather here i don't know max if it's freaked you out but this is beautiful it's too warm i don't know if it can be too warm i'd say seasonally i mean well i don't know would would you rather i i guess it depends on what is your ideal football with outdoor for you to be at the game i'm not talking about the privilege Sheehan and his people who sit up in a booth, the luxury booth suite. I'm talking about people that brave the element that are sitting in the stands. What's I'd, the ideal weather? Ideally, perfectly. I'd be kitted up in a pair of jeans, big old sweatshirt, and a Sean Taylor jersey on top. So like 55 okay, cool. and, and sunny is ideal. Yeah, I, I like the sweatshirt deal without a jacket. Mm-hmm, if sure. it's cold enough for a jacket, then that's you change the deal. Yeah. What you just said, vest, pullover, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. That's right. Because you want to be active and moving, and then once you start digesting those plastic cups full of beer, then everything <laughs> everything kind of changes. Right. I like the is snow there a particular games. game you guys games are, Yeah, is there a particular game that you guys have your eyes on that you're really interested in outside of Burgundy and Gold? Ooh, that's a good question. Hmm. There are some real stinkers on the board this week, I mean, though. That Bengals-Ravens game was probably my number two game this week. It already happened, of course, but Ravens look yeah. so good. When do the Ravens not look good? They don't may not win, but generally speaking, their personality is on display almost every week. Who they are, you know who they are. They look bad when Lamar looks bad. That's when they look bad, but... Yeah, but even their bad is better than most people's good. What I'm saying is that they're consistent. You know who they are. They have a personality. They have an identity. They have a style of play. They have a style of player that they're attracted to. I, I You know what you're going to get. That's what winning is to me. It's not, they're not trying to come up with a secret portion, a potion, or something to trick people. It's line of scrimmage football with the Ravens on both sides. And you kind of know who they are. Yeah, for you sure. You know how they operate. If they lose, you're like, really? <laughs> it ain't like you go, you just, you're shocked by it. Well, they ain't getting blown it's, out by the Bears, I'll tell you that. That's true. Well, they're what the Steelers used to be. You used to be able to, you could set your watch on Pittsburgh. And I know Big Tony now. He's gonna have a convulsion over this, but they were that cons- they were that consistent in what they do, how they do it, and usually 10, 11 games every, not even a problem. Now they and 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 now if they have a if they avoid having a losing season, they're having a parade. That to me is going in the wrong direction. I don't care what anybody says. Well, they also but had we'll Big see. Ben before. It was, it, when you have a quarterback of that caliber, it's a lot easier to be consistent. I mean, look at Tom Brady leaving uh, the Patriots. You know, it's similar Don't situation. forget Tom's defense. Will oh, Wolf, the, the Patriots defense does not get its credit. The Steelers defense, 
When have the Steelers not had or not been a personality defensively? It's been a while. It's been a long time. There you time. go. <laughs> there you go. You come there with the understanding. It's just like our armed forces. There's a personality with each branch of our armed forces. They're all ferocious. They're all fantastic. But they have different personalities. Army, Marines, Air Force, they all have different personalities. But you know what it is. You know who they are. How in the hell can you not have an identity? What the hell is being taught? What is the message? Oh, we're up and down. Why? Why are you up and down? Do you not know the plan? Are you not prepared? Of course they're prepared properly. And they do. They work their butts off. That's the point that you got to get it done. I think we, we know few. what the uh, I think we know what the message is, and the message has been do your job, and it hasn't really been working. Well, we we heard that like what was that week twelve? <laughs> Something like if that. If you got a message, believe me, they're talking that in training camp, right? Not week twelve. They're talking about that in training camp. Before we got about three minutes before we got to go to break. See, when, can we get Carlos in? Yeah, we got him. Okay, Carlos in Alexandria. Hi, good morning. Yes, sir. Um, you were talking earlier, um, Doc, about uh, um, the Vikings or the, the signing of, of quarterbacks and Colt yes. McCoy. The, the yes. Vikings gave him a tryout and passed on him earlier in December. It looks like they made the right decision because the kid they've got, they're talking about signing long-term now. Yeah, yeah, well, he is a high IQ individual. I mean, we had him here. I remember one year, Coach Gruden. I mean, we must have had seven guys in. Couldn't keep anybody going. Um, but, it, you know, it happens that way. It's just one of those questions may be better geared for the offseason. But with all the seven-on-seven seven, seven seven camps that started, uh, let's say a decade ago, you've seen the byproduct of it. Um, the emphasis is there. It's a shortage, man. You got a shortage of talent. You can't even fill rosters. In the pros, if you can name 15 guys you take a bullet for, please share those 15 with me. I don't think there's 15 guys in the league out of 32 teams. It to me is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I um but our problem's not offense now, it's defense. It's what it's the side of the ball I thought we had covered. I thought it was covered. But it's not. Now maybe they can bounce back with new blood. There's an opportunity of a lifetime for some of these young players. You're no longer a rookie. We're past the midway season. It's time to buckle up. KJ Henry, we got some dudes and dogs. It's time for them to take them puppy shoes off and go after it. We're going to have a man join us next who went after it like King Kong, Charles Mann, one of the living legends in the DMV. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Charles Mann, my old teammate, happened to be in town, not on a set, shooting a movie, uh, recording in a studio, or doing one of the many high-profile endeavors that he's engaged with. And I wanted to talk some football with him. And I wanted to get his analysis about our front. You played on one of the more ferocious fronts ever. And um, and everybody knows your legendary performances. What do your eyes tell you now 
when you see us defensively. Overall, it's been somewhat disappointing as a unit. Um, Doc, first of all, thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, anytime you ask, I want to be there for you. So I look forward to chatting with you anytime I get an opportunity. Um, you know, I, I, I wasn't going to watch. I was so disappointed <laughs> when they, when they traded their two ends that I said, okay, so they're saying screw the rest of the season. So I guess I could say screw the rest of the season. And then, you know, of course, I can't do that. I, you know, I, I still bleed burgundy and gold. And mm-hmm. so I start watching. And, um, and I think they, they're playing together uh, better. And I think Jack Del Rio is, um, is realizing that he has to coach and, and really game plan and he's he's noticing the weaknesses maybe in the coverage uh in the coverages there's some gaps and they're not putting enough pressure quick pressure on the quarterbacks and so you know i i think that the first game after losing montez and and chase i thought they played together for the first time all season long and that was promising. They lost, mm-hmm. but it was promising. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then um, last week, I thought, you know, we can't always have to outscore uh, another team. I know that's the name of the game. You got to outscore the yeah. other team. But yeah. I do remember one of the defensive goals on the on the years that I played, and that was twelve, even with the Forty ers the defensive goal was to hold the opponents under 17 points or less. Yep. And if you do that, we most we we typically won the game. Mm-hmm. Keep the opponents running back under 100 yards and score and keep them under 17 points or less. Uh, win the time of possession and uh, and the turnover battle, and we normally won. And, you know, if I just ask him for one of those, let's just keep the opponent under 17 points or less. Can we do that? Doc, did you know that this team, this uh, Redskin defense, not this particular one, but the Redskin Mm -hmm. defenses since 1991 have not ever shut out another opponent? And in 1991, we did it three times? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I mean, I've heard zero, you mention Meaning that. they don't get any points. Not a field None. goal, not anything. Nothing. It hasn't been Nothing. done. And somebody was keeping count. There was a count going, you know, if you look at all the games we played since 1991 and just start, mm-hmm. and just start counting, I mean, they're, they were up to 600 and something games without a shutout or whatever. And I think we – I think the Redskin, the Commanders – are the one of the last teams to shut somebody out? So anyway, interesting stat, but you know I'm digressing here. No, but you're right. Uh, but no, I but think... that's the need. People need to people need to hear how high the bar once upon a time was that yeah. it was a standard. Yeah, because they think I'm talking. Yeah. They think I see. I'm fighting the world of analytics. I'm fighting all the the people that <laughs> yeah. are coming in. <laughs> trying to change football and try to, yep. and, and, and some of it's really good. And I do believe in a percentage of it, but they just fail to mm-hmm. realize that it still doesn't move a man against his will. You know, you, you had to move a man against his will yeah. in order for this stuff to work. I mean, it, it, and that's the thing that no one can profess that. That has to actually happen, and and as I you, described, you I'm have to have Chris. some dog in you. Yeah, you have to have, yeah, you have you. to have some dog in you. If you play on the defense side of the ball, you got to be nasty. We need we need a couple of Draymond Greens on the team. Yeah, yeah, and that boy, that boy, boy, he could give away so much money. But but that, right, I, I would love to dog. have a teammate. He's a dog. Yeah, he's just playing the yeah, wrong sport. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He really should be playing linebacker. So no, listen, right. t- ten games. We've got 26 sacks in 10 games. So that's, what, 2.6 sacks a game. 
the other defensive goal was to get at least three sacks a game, and we always game, accomplished yeah. that. I mean, that was like yeah. drinking water or, or, you know, I mean, it was like getting up, going to the bathroom. I don't know. Whatever you do every day that you can get done without much effort, we used to do that. And this team is – Let's not make it sound well, like y'all. I, I mean, was I'm sack going down happy. the line, so that's yeah. the next thing. <laughs> yeah, y'all, come on now. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 it just if you listen, Doc, and you know, and you mm-hmm. played under Joe Gibbs, and and I hate mm-hmm. going back, and 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 I don't, I'm not crying sour grapes or anything like that. I'm just trying to. That was a benchmark, because I keep yeah. hearing every year. We, this is the greatest defense we've ever had, or we have the the right talent here. Norv Turner, in his tenure here, had some of the best defenses that could have been here, but they weren't. And the end of the day, you know, they didn't they didn't measure up. We always won the turnover battle. In mm-hmm. fact, in in our last Super Bowl year in 1991, I think it was a mm-hmm. plus 45 was the turnover ratio. You know what they mm-hmm. are today? Negative two. Mm-hmm. It was plus 45. We kept giving the ball to Mark Rippon in the offense over and over and over again. Yeah, and, and it's that, not, and it really is by, not fair to compare the 91 team with almost any other team. I a benchmark to go but there's off a basis. Of. Yeah, but there is a basis because I think in 83 or 4, I think we had plus 41. I mean, it's not like you it just 40, happened once. 40, I think you have 48 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that, that year. Yeah, but it's not like it just happened once. It wasn't like a no, miracle it, year. Yeah. It's a standard. It, That's yes, what I'm trying Doc. to convey. Yes, Doc. In in the 11 seasons I played with the team, 11 seasons, we were in the top 10, 10 of the 11 seasons, top mm-hmm. 10 in defenses. Top 10. There wasn't any 31st out of 32 teams or whatever. I mean, we didn't – that was not – that was – you couldn't – you couldn't walk around town. You couldn't hold your head up high. Look, after we lost the Super Bowl in 1983 or 1984 Super Bowl uh, to the uh, Oakland Raiders, Raiders. I didn't leave my hotel room after the game. I got back to the hotel – and I would not leave my – I was too embarrassed. I went to Epcot with the family. I was humiliated. I had to do – I walked – and it was really – here's what it was so therapeutic about it. Being taunted, being laughed at, and yeah. you're right. I mean, it was – It was, the therapeutic part of it was that if you ever get a chance at this again, you, you it's got to mean more to you than it's ever meant before. And we were playing desperate and focused. But like yeah. the mall, I'll say Tyson's. Because the mall, now people joke it. It was a pretty big thing for us at the time. No one went anywhere if we lost. I no, tell people we, we lost five in a row. You're embarrassed. You you can't even imagine. And I understand people will say, there you old guys go again. I go, no, we, inher- we didn't inherit <laughs> this. We helped create it. Yes. Yeah. That's the difference now. Yeah. We didn't create it. We didn't walk into it. Well, we helped create yeah. it. Well, here's here's the deal. The deal is winning is contagious and losing is contagious. Yeah. And the 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 mindset is contagious. So if you know, I learned this I, I came on the team and I I got right up nestled up under you and and Tony McGee and the other veterans oh, man, man. to understand right. how to act. And when you guys weren't acting well or you were upset about something, then I generally was upset. And then I eventually mm-hmm. I learned, okay, when we lose, that's a bad thing. And I'm not going to show my face around town because we just embarrassed the team. And, and, I'm not, and I'm only saying this to say I don't see the players around town. I am around town, but I don't see the players. But I know, you know, life happens and you get, Mm -hmm. you know, get in a rhythm of things. And, you know, I mean, I see them after the game going to say hi to their buddy and, you know, high-fiving and switching jerseys. High-fiving jerseys. Now, again, it's normal for them. We would have – dude, can you imagine – and I understand (laughs) – 
<laughs> stick in the wood, old dudes. But I'm going, yeah. I can't digest that. If I had a kid playing, I would be going, dude, I I just cannot get over that. Dude, I'm going to see you in the offseason. Yeah. There's a thing called yeah. FedEx. And then we can if I need you to have it, everything then. We ain't yeah. cuckooing yeah. and all that stuff right now. Oh, no, no way. By y'all. I cannot for the life of me. I can't allow coaches that allow it to happen. I don't know if the Patriots yeah. do it. That, I can't say that I've seen that. Uh, well, I just I can't know. imagine I just, it's, Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different it's a different. So it's a gripe shoot. Now. Man, that burns me up to know. I cannot get over that, that you can get over a loss instantly. That somebody just yeah. kicked your ass, yes. and then you sit yes. down there marking it, and, and, and I go, and, I know, and I'm never going to change. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to change. I no, just cannot get over it. Yeah. Well, I come. My wife comes downstairs and she sees me, you know, watching the game, and she says, "You gonna do that again? Are you gonna put yourself <laughs> through that?" And, yeah, because they might win, and I'm gonna be yeah. here to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then Try I turn on the TV, and I'm, and I'm mad the rest of the night, and and she's wondering why. Why do you put yourself through that? Because. Yeah, so if I'm to. upset and frustrated and everything, you know, I know Jonathan Allen went off a couple of weeks ago and he was upset and he said he's tired of it. Well, you know, you got to take a look at yourself in the mirror and then make the change. I think Michael Jackson said something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Know, well, I told him you got to do it before the game. And he did it. He did it before the game in Seattle. But they didn't get the okay. desired results. But that kind of mentality is we need more of. We need more yeah. of that. No, it can't I love be that. The, it's a, it's a, I mean, this is a dog fight. It's supposed to be nasty. I mean, it's gotten to be such a business. Everybody dresses and coming in their little suits and, you know, got, yeah. we, I mean, we had Dexter Manley. Oh, we were clean. Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, what he had in the briefcase, but he carried I know, one. I know it. We were on a business <laughs> trip. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. I mean, for even from the Stone Ages, there was an emphasis on it. But, you know, that's what I remembered about Brig Owens, Charlie Taylor, Billy, and, and thinking yeah. about Bobby Mitchell. Those guys, the 72 team, they let us know how important it was. This town embraced us. Dude, we lost five straight. In I Joe's know first you year. did. I came the next, I, I came two years later. I know. Yeah, I but I'm just telling you. It, and it was yeah. like, so it's not like we were not like the Patriots, but I'll tell you what, when you're a part of something that's developed, you remember the recipe. You remember the recipe. And that's why I look mm. at them and I go around and I go, dude, y'all, don't y'all get it? You can't keep doing this the way you're doing it because it's going to be you digging yourself a hole. You can't dig yourself out of it. And nobody's yeah, going to help yeah. you. Nobody's going to lend you a hand. Well, well, X's and O's, and I love uh, I love what I'm seeing with Eric Bieniemy, and I think Sam Howell has to, uh, you know, a debt of gratitude for Eric Bieniemy to put him in the positions he's been putting him in. But Brian Robinson with 48.5 yards per game, he, we need we need that higher. Yeah. He needs to run that ball more. So that uh, Sam Howell can actually, you know, go through the progressions in his passing game because Ter- Terry McLaurin needs more than 51 receptions in, in 10 games. I mean, that's that's not enough for your star receiver. I know Sam Howell's been passing the ball around and getting it to Jahan Dotson, and you know, and other players are, are getting a, a chance at the ball, you know, and that's great. But uh, see, I can talk about the offense. See that? <laughs> but, yeah, but see, you you used to Art. See, you used to James yeah. Arthur. You know, yeah, so well. so it's like, and I think Terry, I loved. I mean, I love. I tell you what, Charles, I'm impressed with their talent. I think these guys. It's not like they don't have enough pieces. And they oh, work no, hard. They have the. They pieces. ain't no slackers. They, have they got. The they got some people, man. What I just wish you could do is hypnotize them. Because to me, this is a neck up issue. It ain't a neck down mm. issue. It's a neck up issue. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. really is because well, you can't that, you can't Doc. play it's Philadelphia the way they years. play Philly, Charles. You can't play the champions the way they played them, overtime, toe to toe with them. 
Yeah. And then you yeah. lose to the Bears? Well, because, you know, they get up and they get down. That's what. That's the point. That's why you're right. It is a neck up issue. You're right. That's oh, no, it's a what, neck up. You know, yeah, look, up. you've been watching Dion, and, uh, you know, I played with Dion. A uh, little yeah. trivia question. I played with Dion uh, my last Twice, season in you? the league okay. in, in San Francisco. Okay. We won a Super right. Bowl. And so I got to experience, you know, Deion Sanders and prime time and all that. And, you know, and I'm so I'm so proud of what he's done at Colorado, even though, you know, they've been losing like crazy. But, you know, he well, the Stanford's guilt killed him 29 to nothing. Motivator. Yep. Huh? 29 to nothing. I mean, he is half and they lost. Yeah, to Stanford. But, he, but he is. Otherwise, they'd be bold up. They would have made it. Yeah, yeah, they would have they yeah. would have made it. I think I think next year he said this is the you better catch me now. You you ain't gonna be able to do this when I get in the portal and be able to get the kind of players that I want to get. O line D line. Yeah, no, it's O line D line. No, Chuck, he, can I hold you over for a second? I, I got to pay a few bills. Sure, Chris course, makes a course. ton of money. Pay the bills. Pay the bills. Yeah, he got it. He makes a ton of money, and I got to make sure the big fella gets paid. I wish. I wish. We'll hold you. We'll hold you for the break. <laughs> we'll come back more. With old number 71, Charles Mann, right here on Overtime. Welcome back to Overtime. Doc Walker on the microphone. Big Chris pushing all the right buttons. And courtesy of the BetQL guest hotline, we're honored to have Super Bowl champion, pro bowler, uh, actor, singer, composer, uh, broadcaster. Uh, did I miss it? Um, and also up to how many surgeries now? 26? Only 26. Uh, 26. Man, I'm feeling like my old self, though, Doc. You sound, you know what? Six, Even through it, you've never kind of been. I'm feeling like my old yet. self. That's great, man. 26 surgeries. For all the parents that are listening, make sure your kids swim, play golf, soccer. Yeah, because uh, you pay a price. Lacrosse. And that's the thing about the price you pay for this. And lacrosse, Absolutely. Absolutely. You produce an outstanding lacrosse player. Your body, but with 26 surgery, I mean, really, all kidding aside, playing the defensive end position with crack backs and, and, and everything that it entails, I look at this guy, I want to get your take. I, I just really, and not just what's going on, but Casey Tuhill, love this dude's motor. James Smith-Williams probably missed a few weeks. He got nicked up. But F.A. Obata, I think, is really kind of he's got your length. Uh, you got to learn how to mm. do it. But I'm, we got some, we got people, man. And I just wonder. Right. People ask me all the time, and and I'm not qualified to speak on this. That why don't we pressure more? I don't know. Let me ask Charles. Do you think we should blitz more, or is it up to the front four? You guys pretty much did your thing. What's your defensive assessment of how we operate? Mm-hmm. I think that we could certainly put more pressure, but we can do pressure with stunts and not blitzes. So a stunt is bringing a quarter, I mean, bringing a uh, linebacker in as an extra player instead of just the down lineman. So yeah. uh, bringing a linebacker is is a stunt or even doing a where you where you do an exchange where you have the tackle uh you know work to the outside from his position inside work to the outside and pull his man with him and then let the defensive end go up field stop and then turn and come underneath uh that's a that's a a, a, a change we call it um, and and those kind of things where you're not having the lineman just to gap or just run, try to run through a guy and bull rush him because by the time they bull rush him to the quarterback, he's already thrown the ball. He's only going to yeah. hold the ball three three tenths of a second. Mm-hmm. So you got to do something quicker, and we're not doing that. And and here's another thing you can do, and this is a real simple one. So picture this, Doc. So you've got your you've got the middle linebacker or you have a weak side or a strong side linebacker standing about three yards behind the line of scrimmage. And then in front of them, you've got these two big tackles from Alabama 
that are pretty decent ball players. So what you do is one of the linebackers calls a rip or a liz, a right or a left. Yeah, which if he calls a rip, then that Jonathan uh, or Duran, they mm-hmm. will go to the right rip. They will just, instead of two gapping, that means having mm-hmm. both gaps, the mm-hmm. inside gap, which is the A gap, or the outside gap, which is the B gap, instead of having both, you would just shoot the A gap, which is called a rip. So you go rip. And your linebacker goes Liz. So now you've covered both of those spots, but you're doing it aggressively. When you send a, a, a lineman somewhere without giving him all this extra responsibility, he can make plays behind the line of scrimmage. If you notice, we we catch uh, the tackle and then they they get they fall forward for five or six yards yep. instead of getting them stopped behind the line of scrimmage. So, so rip or Liz is a simple thing to do or just a stunt with a linebacker and, and you're bringing five people instead of, you know, four. That kind of pressure is what those cornerbacks need because the cornerbacks have, are having to plaster the receiver for mm-hmm. too long and they can't. You know, it's, it's just hard. Yeah. Jam and Davis is a guy Does that makes sense? Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, I've heard it most of my life and seeing it, yeah. and I'm watching these guys, but I don't try to play coordinator. I, I love the guys who lived it and did it. I would love to play it. coordinator. Yeah, yeah, I bet you would. I'm, I'm kind of – well, no, I mean, they can't afford you. But I, w- I would have been interested to see you in a coaching position, but I, you would never take the pay cut. Let me ask you this before we run. I think that Sunday is maybe the biggest game we've had in a long time because – the aftermath, what could happen? You can't lose this game Sunday. You should never really lose to the Giants as far as I'm concerned, but you damn sure cannot afford to lose to these guys Sunday. I hate when we're favorites. I hate when we should beat them, you know, and there's yeah. no question that we should beat them because that's when we lay a big flat egg. Yeah, uh, and, and, and I hope that that doesn't happen. You know, they're, they're professionals. They get paid every every Sunday to play. I hope they come out and are motivated, excited to just – this is a chance to take a team that is down and out, worse than we are, and put them on their back. And, yeah. I, I mean, that's a fun – that used to be fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to, to, to take somebody out, you know, and, yeah. and to do it – you know, uh, and and I'm not talking about hurting anybody, but I'm right, talking about right. punishing people to the point where they don't want to really play. You know, they want to go lay down somewhere. <laughs> and yeah, I don't you, see us punishing people like that. And that's what I'd like to see done this Sunday. Well, I sure hope that that happens. And as always, appreciate um, your expertise. I'm glad you watched. When you watch, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure we get this out of you. Because you're not the only guy not watching. I call guys now, and it really kills me. I'll say, hey, man, I call World World. No, they don't watch. Mm, and that's yeah. sad, man. It's sad. Yeah, me. it is because I've been for years. I mean, I've been out of the game since 1995. Yeah. And you were you were out a couple of years before that. So we've been out yeah. of the game for a long time. But I I got out in 85, yeah. Was it 85? 85, God? yes. Yeah, it's been 40 for oh me now. Oh, my God. I mean, I got out of the putting wearing that damn uniform, but now, but I was still in, around it and involved with it. I know. You're around, you've yeah. been around the whole I've time. I've been around but it, but, but no, point, man. I didn't know it was 85. Yeah, oh, 85. Wow. Yeah, yeah, 85. Okay. So I need them to well, win. I've been out I mean, since 95, and I yeah. can't help but to watch every single game I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And now I've got a grandbaby, and I've got, you know, life gets busy. And, you know, if they make me watch them, you know, because I can't miss it because I'm going to miss, you know, the talk of the town, then I'm yeah. going to watch. But, Good deal. you know, if I miss, you know, I'm not missing anything. Well, do me a favor. Watch Sunday. Watch I'm going to watch the Giants. All right, I'll now we'll talk that. about I'll this next it. week. I appreciate you, man. Okay. Thank you. Nothing All right, have me on you, anytime man. you want me, brother. Absolutely. Charles Mann, as Coach Thompson would say, simply one of the best. And we thank the BetQL guest hotline for providing 
former Super Bowl champion Charles Mann. You know, one of the biggest movements that have happened at Odyssey is the youngest in charge movement that was started by Linnell Willingham and um, Toby Altizer has come in and just blown the roof off. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, Doc. Well, as the youngest in charge? I mean, I'm the youngest. I don't know if I've blown the roof off. I've at least, I feel like, gone to a next level. Oh, he's gotten to you. So he's gotten to you. (laughs) I wouldn't say he's gotten to me. I I did want to ask you one thing, Doc, though. Okay. I think this team might need some help off the edge against Dallas on Thanksgiving. You think Charles Mann could still suit up? You know, Charles, how many surgeries do you think Charles had in his career? (laughs) Uh, Probably a bunch. 26. Ooh, well, maybe maybe not then. Maybe we'll have to I find somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> let, think. Let him keep enjoying Charles, retirement. Yeah, I think Charles could sing the national anthem. I think he could do a lot of things, <laughs> but I don't think. And, and, and Toby, to see how this guy, and here's what happens. He never cheated the game. He went just as hard in practice as he did in the games. He lifted like a lunatic. He never cheated the game, and it said thank you. Twenty six surgeries, oh. and but he's a champion, and um, I think it's important that our fan base, a lot of people of your age, your age, and you're under a lot of pressure. I mean, let's face it now. Lunell, um, he had kicked up a lot of dust, but you just, I mean, the pressure was on you, and you didn't wilt. As a matter of fact, you've expanded your game, and you got a hell of a challenge put before you today. Dude, you're up against Wolverines, Terps. Well, okay, so here's the thing. If I had, hoops. If I had like a three-hour show, then they could tune in halfway through because it'll be over at halftime. But <laughs> I only got an hour and a half, so I'm going to try to bring it as early as possible. I don't think the yeah. game will be over in the first quarter, but it might be. So... Hopefully, they can help me out a little bit. I'm not cheering for the Wolverines, but, mm-hmm. you know, they, they well, might help know, me out a little bit. I know you ran the, you ran the beat in Milwaukee, and I lean on you now as my insider. Um, Holiday, I'm, I'm not happy. I'm happy for Dame, but I'm not happy. You lost a Bruin, mm-hmm. and then you he's in Boston. <laughs> you helped fortify Boston, and I'm just wondering, are you still bullish on the Bucks? I am. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for them to still gel. I think that Giannis and Dame are still getting used to each other. I was watching a clip this morning on Twitter, and it Mm -hmm. was a guy trying to break down how the looks would be for Giannis when he gets the ball in the post, and Dame is still on that side as a shooter, and a guy still helped off. And so you can't really see that gel yet, but there was a play later on where it was the same sort of situation. Middleton had the ball on the wing. He passed it to the post to Giannis. Giannis kind of was patient. The defender helped off of Middleton. He passes back to Middleton, wide open three. You keep helping off of Damian Lillard, and those guys start to gel together. Damian Lillard's going to get open threes. Giannis is Mm going to get one-on-one looks in the post. I think it's going to take a little bit of time to gel. It's one of those things that we talked about, you know, even with this football team I've brought up. You preach patience, but it's really hard to do in real time. But in reality, if you are patient with it, at some point you'd hope you'd see growth, and I think you'll see that with the Bucs. Now, is it too soon? For me to announce Sunday's change in the lineup? What's that? Isn't this the debut of the youngest in charge movement taking over Burgundy and go in game? Actually, I did week one. I did week one. So I guess okay. they won week one, so hopefully I'm a good luck charm. I hope it's not stressful like week one, though. I hope it's something where they can cruise. Well, I mean, that that's going to be interesting. I I'll take the stress. I just need a W. I, I, I think that, all kidding aside, this is – I'm never nervous over it, but I am really concerned about this game because the idea of not winning this game, to me, is going to ruin our holiday week. Well, and you could pile on it if they were to lose tomorrow and then not find a way to win – on Thursday on Thanksgiving. You could definitely ruin a lot of people's Thanksgiving weeks around this area. But 
my thing is, and I like to talk about this because they did it all the time in Milwaukee. You see it happen out here, not as much because the teams just aren't as good right now, but I'm sure once the teams get good again, they'll do the same thing. Don't put your teams in lose-lose scenarios where, you know, if they lose on Sunday, they lose tomorrow, obviously you're going to be very disappointed. But if they win tomorrow, don't be that guy that's just like, well, they didn't have the style points. And Oh, no. Are you kidding me? And, and this is something I think. That you get those callers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I'm. See, I'm gonna I don't. Talk, I'm going to talk about that today, Doc. Like, what do you want to okay. see in the game tomorrow? Because you yeah. know how it is. If they win by a last second field goal tomorrow and it's 13 to 10, everybody on Monday is going to be up in arms because they didn't blow the brakes off the Cowboys. Now, I'm not saying that they're not going to, or the, the Giants, excuse me, but I'm not saying that they don't need to probably win this handily and be in control of the game. But at the same point, if they find a way to win the football game, that's the most important thing. And I think we've Absolutely. done that to Sam Howell to an extent this year as well because. You know, going into the season, we were all evaluating him, and we're doing that. And I see people tweeting, he makes a throw, Doc, that hits the tight end. And it's a little behind him, sure, but it hits him in both hands in the chest. And they say, oh, I was a little behind him. But, you know, if you critiqued every quarterback, like some people have been critiquing Sam Howell this year, Tom Brady would have looked like a jag. Like, you have to at least give the guy a chance, and I think he's showing it. And it's nice to see people at least coming around on him now. But what's your gut tell you? Like, I really believe that once he got rid of the hand grenade and avoided having it blowing up in his hand, that he is, I'm one week, I needed a four-week evaluation. Um, this is it for me. If he passes this test, I'm all in. hundred. I, I like the kid a lot, but I can't fall in love with you if you don't win games. I think this is the biggest test right here. You saw what happened the last time he faced the Giants. Yep. You know Wink yep. Martindale. He's going to come in. You already know Wink Martindale's game plan. Me and you could coach for the Giants on defense tomorrow because it's just going to be blitz, 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 blitz. Now, how do you find a way to neutralize that? And that's obviously the biggest weakness for Sam. So I think this is a big test for him. We've seen him improve. We've seen him grow. We've seen him play much better against the blitz the last couple of weeks. The big thing is how do you do it now when – you know it's coming every single down. They have really nothing to lose because the only way that they're probably looking at this win in this football game is, one, keeping you off the scoreboard, but, two, two turning you over some. So they're going to be very aggressive. I think this is a huge week for Sam's development. And, you know, it's not something where they need to win by three touchdowns, whatever, and all these different things that people are going to say. It's about how does Sam come out here and respond to what happened the last time he faced the Giants You'd hope the defense is going to handle its business so it's not something where Sam has to go out and put up 28 points. But even if it That's is... That's a big hope. You hope that Sam can go out there and do it. I believe that he can, but it's also going to be on EB. Don't have him standing back there so long. And I think that you've seen EB grow as well. So I've got confidence that they can get it done, but this is a big week for his development. Yeah, it is. I, I don't want to ruin the day. Did you? I wanted to get your take. Because uh, I know you're an NBA guy, Draymond Green's <laughs> suspension and the and the strangulation deal. I, I it was so bizarre that in my mind it was going like in slow motion. Mm -hmm. uh, was five games enough for you? Yeah, I think five games is about right. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous though with Draymond at this point, and even Steve Kerr is like he's got to find a way to do all this different stuff you know, protect his teammate without crossing the line. And Draymond too many times just goes way over the line. I mean, there's a guy in D.C. right now because he crossed the line, right? Jordan Poole's here just because mm -hmm. of that same thing. So I think five games is right. But it's a shame because Draymond is getting this reputation, and it's all his fault. It's not to blame anyone else. But he's getting this reputation as a guy that does this sorts of stuff. And he does. But he's such a good basketball player and maybe not the same guy he was four and five years ago, but he's a championship-level player that's going to have a little bit of a tarnish on his legacy just because of these stupid plays. Yeah, I'm glad we agree on that because I I really would love him as a teammate. I'd hate him as a uh, – to, to go against him, I would hate his guts. But I, I understand him, and most championship teams have someone just like that. You got anything that you can uh, let our listeners – get really giddy with from a wagering standpoint with Tennessee and Georgia. 
I, I see. I'm not big on the college football. I'm not. I usually kind of just okay. rather enjoy that. My big thing okay. that I've been hitting this year, Doc, Wizards overs. <laughs> I think, I think. Wow. You know what, Kulabali, <laughs> and I'm and I'm watching. I don't want to cheat this process because I feel like we're finally going to strip it down mm-hmm. and seeing his progress. To me, there's one guy I'm invested in. Yeah. I and mean, even though Kuzman. If they would just find a wardrobe manager for him, <laughs> I do like the effort he's given me. Um, there, there's some effort there that I appreciate. Pool is lost. Yeah, it, he it, is so he's so he's talented, but I've never seen a guy so out of place on a basketball team. And I'm just wondering now: is this going to be epic losses? I mean, this this right now, who who are they going to beat? I have no idea. I mean, the, Vegas set the win total, and this is where we're going to start the show in just a couple of minutes, but okay. Vegas set the win total at 24 and a half, and I was like, well, they'll cruise past that. Because last year they did. No chance. I don't I mean, know, I'm, I don't know yeah. that that's going to happen. And it's so funny to see Poole struggle like he has because you would think that a guy like him, you know, sometimes you could throw him in that category like a Nick Young back in the day or a J.R. Yeah. Smith, yeah. those kinds of yeah. guys. You'd think – all right, you put them as a number one or two option, they're going to love it because they're just going to heave 30 shots a game. It might go yeah. in at you know a 60% clip. It might go in at a 15% clip, but they're going to do it every game. And you're just not yeah. seeing that from Poole. It's just no. he can't even dribble the basketball well. He can't pass it well. Like Everything's no out of sync. Yeah, it's Yeah, Toby Altizer coming up, the youngest in charge. It is official. He's the new king of the court. Hey, man, thanks for spending some time with me. And uh, kick ass, do what you do, my brother. I'll be listening. And uh, Max and Christopher, thank you. God bless all of you out there. Do the right thing. Help somebody help themselves. D-O-C. I'm out. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.